Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans, wherever you are, I hope that you are well. Hopefully you are doing good and you've had a fantastic start to February. It has been an incredibly busy um, and probably stressful uh, time for myself, most recently. Um, That's because there's a lot happening behind the scenes in regards to the business, um, systems are changing and some other stuff that I can't really give too much away about just yet, but... Um, a little bit cryptic message that there are some big things coming and some changes happening here within the next let's uh, say seven weeks and uh, we'll leave it at that so in a few episodes time I'm sure if you listen to this later on in the year uh, you'll already have known kind of what what's what, what was coming before just now just going to go straight into today's topic which is uh, prep and relationships and this sort of podcast is more coming from a standpoint of someone who is going through their first prep and their partner is experiencing them prepping, dieting for the very first time. If you are someone that's dieted multiple times, this probably isn't applicable to you. You already know kind of what to expect and um, what's uh, what's ahead if you are just starting your prep. But I feel like this is an extension of an earlier episode I'd done, which was like prepping partners. Um but I think that I always get reminded of of that every time uh, it gets about this this time in the season, um, or maybe perhaps in the season that started, but this far away from the start of the season because the same things crop up time and time again, and uh, the only way to for these things to get better is to obviously discuss them. And um, I think this will always come back to let's face it, not everyone that preps is an online coach, is a PT, and who has a partner that is also in the industry. There's a lot of people out there, and those of you who um, work in the 9 to 5 world, or the 8 to 6, or whatever it is, and still bodybuild. Um, I have a huge amount of respect for you guys and girls. Um, It's not something I've I've ever done. Um, I've had a a temp job, 9 to 5, and trained around it, but never dieted to extremes. That's a whole kettle of fish, and again, this is this episode is to explain kind of well this is what's going to come when you're prepping this is how you're going to change this is what you maybe want to consider telling your partner about or getting them to listen to to this episode and here's how you go about it and this is me learning from mistakes that I made when I was a bit younger and then trying to rectify them um, in the years to follow with with now my wife um, so it's worthwhile just kind of I suppose going through the um, the changes that will come when you're prepping and what I mean is that right the first you know, 18 weeks out the first six weeks go by it's a breeze you know you don't really notice too much yes you're doing a bit more cardio you're in the gym a bit more and you're not going out um, eating takeaways and that but it's not really changed you and change who you are but this is the thing I think the perception of who we are can often um, seem like it changes to the outside world when really it's because we just don't, don't seem to have the energy to be kind of ourself. And that sounds to the normal person, um, that sounds really strange. But when you start hitting this sort of, um, let's say you've been dieting for seven, eight weeks, things start to get a little bit difficult. Um, you maybe start to notice that your focus, uh, particularly your food focus, is starting to increase a little bit. By, by 12 weeks out, you shouldn't have it. But let's say by 10, 8, 10, eight to 10 weeks out, your whole day is going to revolve around when you eat. And by that, I mean, like, you'll 
eat and then you'll be so task orientated trying to fill your day until the next time you eat and and the reason I say that is you'll but by the time it comes close to eating you'll probably be quite low on energy and quite um, irritable uh, struggle to concentrate with tasks and whatnot so this is where um, your food focus can get very high and you might be someone who at the weekends your partner's routine likes to be a bit different do x y and z you need to make sure that you've got your meals with you when you're out otherwise you're going to be a cranky irritable so-and-so um, but your partner may, maybe have never seen you like this before they've always seen you with an abundance of calories and a surplus or maybe, maybe you've never really tracked calories and this is the first time they've noticed so they kind of go well you know you were never really as food focused before um you know, you're, you're happy to grab an Nando's or whatever when we're out and you know, they might say, now, now you never want to do that. Now, now you're not any fun. I fucking hate that phrase. You're not fun anymore. Fuck off. Fuck off. It's such a shit phrase. But they obviously will need to be made aware at the very start that you kind of get an Nando's every week. You can't just go to the kebab shop and get a large chicken tikka donor with chips, cheese and coleslaw and some pakora to start. You just can't do that. Now, you, your relationship maybe started, you guys, were like the thing you had in common was that your, your love and enjoyment for food, well, you started prepping and started, you know, effectively restricting your food when your partner's not. And they still want to eat like that. They still want to enjoy it. And they should. And they should be able to, like, they deserve to just enjoy that and they, they don't need to restrict themselves just because you are. Um, but it can be all too easy, uh, like, when you're prepping for the first time. And this was me, I became so, I don't know, so selfish, so narcissistic at the time of, I felt it was so unfair if someone was eating, like, a muffin in front of me. And I would be irritable, I wouldn't lash out, but just, just uh, yeah, I was a horrible person at the time, looking back. I wasn't, but I, just, I described myself as that. Um... I'd be like saying to someone in the staff room, like, don't eat that fucking muffin in front of me. You know, and that's, again, it's that person can eat that muffin. It's their choice. It's my diet. It's nothing to do with them. No one's holding a gun in my head. But th- this is kind of what happened. Um, and I took my anger, frustration, um, or irritableness out on others. And it, that's that wasn't who I was. I, I sort of changed. And at the, uh, at the time, actually... I was in obviously a previous relationship. Um, my ex at the time moved out with three weeks to go with the shoe. Of course, this wasn't just to do with food, but um, this was a kind of com- combination of things. And I guess what I would say is uh, try whenever you can to accommodate your partner. If they have a birthday, um, a meal out or whatever, like everywhere fucking sells meat and veg or uh, a veggie or a vegan option and some veg. And you can fit it in, have order to your coach, Try and participate, try, try and be present. That's all your partner cares about is you being present. Um, but just making them aware, like, look, food focus will increase. My energy levels will plummet as well. And that phrase that I said, yeah, I hate about being less fun, like, you will be a little bit, right? I know I said I hate it, but it, you, you might be someone who is um, happy, 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 go lucky, um, making jokes all the time, having banter, ripping into people and whatnot. And then obviously prep comes, people go, fucking hell, you're really serious. I got that loads, right? Because if, if, if you know me personally, you'll know that I like I like to have have a crack and have a bit of banter. Um, 
and you know doing sessions slagging each other off and whatnot having digs see the minute prep comes along there's none of that there is zero you ain't got any tolerance for that and you might think well why, why does it happen well you're so fixated on this this goal that's so far away every every action that you do across the day dictates whether you're going to make it to this goal or not at least that's the way we think but you're in a calorie deficit and your body like your body's smart speaking moving requires energy expenditure something simple as talking having a conversation having a banner showing emotion it's calories you're you've restrictedly starving your body your body's body's smart it's like i'm going to save calories this way and it it looks like to the outside world that you um, become this completely different person when you don't it's just like you don't have the energy like always i bet you someone out there is listening they're prepping and then they've got high days, right, or refeed or whatever you want to call it. And it's like their partner went like, oh, fucking hell, you're, you're back, look at you. And you go, holy shit, what happened there? And then two days later, boom, back just like at the bottom of the pit, feeling fucking horrendous again, totally fucked. Um, and your partner could be like, oh, fuck, you, you know, what happened to you? You were fun a couple of days ago. And you go, shut up. But anyway, um, it's something to, to be aware of and something that if you've never prepped or dieted before you'll not like you'll not know about it you don't have any concept that that is coming that's on its way i think everybody knows like right you can't have the meals off plan the takeaways but then that can be something that really gets in the way of relationship particularly if it's a new relationship where uh you know just in that honeymoon period you, you you meet up for drinks or a meal or netflix night in or whatever it is that you do all of a sudden that becomes not really feasible and I said the majority of your day gets um, taken up by work so let's let's say someone works a nine to five you know maybe they get up at half five in the morning to go do some steps and 40 minutes 45 minutes of cardio um, they come home they shower they eat um, they go work all day um, after work they they come home they eat they meal prep they then go to the gym um, they come home from the gym they go to bed and they repeat that now they're on such a tight schedule that when out with that whole day that I just said do they have time to chill with you and watch TV um, do stuff together go out here and there they don't right they're on a very very tight schedule like bodybuilding is very very selfish so it's sometimes making you aware like right you might be someone that's selfless and you care and you share a lot and you'll often just drop things at the, you know, at the drop of a hat for your partner. Well, all of a sudden, like you can't do that. You have to put yourself first above all else. And again, your partner can think, "Fucking hell, you know, you change. You used to be so caring. You used to be so this. Well, look, it's not that. Like you're not um, that you're not changing. It's just everything becomes so focused on the task at hand, and that the intensity of your mood and your focus and your lack of time for bullshit gets so amplified and so intense." as prep goes on like the closer you get to your show um and it's the same for everyone i don't care what anyone says when you when you get that lean and calories that low we all become kind of a little bit of a shadow of who we were and we all become my my my, my wife describes me as uh um i'm present but i'm not there i'm in, I'm in the room I'm just a just a walking just a walking zombie i'm hollow and um, that's how she describes me i'm there i get stuff done but my emotion uh not there like the it becomes 
an absolute effort if you're lying down on the couch to get up and just go to the toilet your brain will just be like don't do it don't do it and it sounds so silly but that's what happens um i think another thing that maybe needs to be discussed and isn't discussed enough is um the change to libido or your sex drive and i guess that's something that's quite taboo and um, people often think you know obviously people using steroids or whatnot, they're probably, you know, that's very, very high. Well, what if I was to tell you that, like, that's often dependent upon um, your levels of body fat in the body, your normal hormonal function, um, as well as, your, you know, available energy. Um, your, your body's smart and it's a survival mechanism. So it kind of says, like, right, I don't need to reproduce to survive. So it stops sending the, the signal, the drive for you to want, um, to want that. So again, naturally, um, you maybe are a couple that are very affectionate, um, maybe quite intimate. You may go from um, that being like that to then all of a sudden you don't even know it, but you're just not even holding hands. You're not going for that little quick cuddle, that quick little kiss or whatever it is. That just that like without even thinking about it, that just stops. And again, your partner's never been through this before, so instantly that's what that's been like that for years and all of a sudden that stops they start thinking what's going on what's wrong is it me have they met someone else have they done x y and z and of course you've not like you're just dieting but they don't know that that's why it's so so important to have a conversation at the start of your prep about what's coming then they know what to expect and the same thing as i said before you might be a couple that's quite um quite affectionate quite intimate and all of a sudden that completely stops so again, someone's thinking like, have, have they met someone else? Is this me? Blah, blah, blah. When it's not, you just, your brain, you don't have that same signal, that same drive. You're, you're focused on the next task at hand, which is prepping your meals, which is doing your cardio, which is your training. It's how many days out are we? Is right, okay, what? I'm, I've been there. What's my coach going to think about my checking tomorrow? Like, what time have I got to get up? I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And it's so far from the last thing on your mind. But if you're listening to this and you're, you're, you're a partner and you're listening to this of someone, like I just want to say like it comes back so quickly once prep is gone. And I think that for as much as, yes, it's to do with like the hormonal function of the body, I think it's mostly due to just the levels of stress and how hyper-focused we are. And then once the show's done and that stress is completely gone and someone's relaxed, honestly, it's like the flick of a switch. That, and I mean like post-show, food, whatnot, blah, 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 had a shower and whatnot, almost back to where you were. Like, you know, I, as I says, without even thinking about it, stopped holding my wife's hand. It was actually her that pointed it out. Didn't realise, I was like, man, you know, that had to change. And, and it did. Um, I've now went through a couple of preps now with my wife and, and I'd like to think that maybe the, the first one was the better of the two because that's where I was actively trying to to do all this stuff. The second one, I, I guess, um, I didn't keep it up quite as much, but, you know, I still remember back to Fitex, um, my last show, where I won. Um, I think I, I put so much pressure on myself that season, really, to determine the success of the brand, and um, it was all down to how well or not well I did that season. Really silly, looking back, but hey, that's what I did, and hindsight's a wonderful thing. But um, as soon as uh, the, as soon as I stepped off stage, from my wife just gave her a hug, grabbed her, 
and just started crying and just was was thanking her for for being so supportive um understanding that she had to go through a lot and put up with me now she knew what was coming but still that doesn't make it it's not right it's not fair you know that wasn't you know when I prep I'm not the man that she she had married um and I, and I get that so I, I was just so grateful and um, I just sort of burst into tears and if you're listening to this for the first time I'm a man who's not afraid to show his emotions and wear my heart on my sleeve and always have done I've cried at many client shows before and I've I've even talked about that and been open about that on um on here but um you know, after the show, once we got back to the hotel room, I had a shower and whatnot, went for dinner, and the first thing I did was just grab her hand, give her a hug, give her a kiss. And she was like, oh, this is, this is so, you know, you, you're back, you used to do this all the time. Um, and, you know, the, the, there's an example of, it's uh, it's like a flick of a switch. It, it really, really is. Um, so please have the faith, keep the faith that your wife, your husband, your partner will uh, will come back at some point and when they do they'll be so grateful um that you stuck by them i think that it'll make your make your relationship stronger um they might they might without knowing it isolate themselves um i i certainly did and um in 2017 it was like i think at the time it was who i, who I had surrounded myself before i went into my prep it was very much like if you weren't interested in my prep, I wasn't interested in you. And I sacked off probably uh, making the effort with a lot of friends. Um, just spent a lot of time on my own uh, and uh, probably didn't see my family near as much either um, as I as I should have or, or of course do now. But um, it's that isolation that can um, not drive you crazy, but it's just not good for anyone's soul. Like as human beings, we are... Um, we are naturally sociable creatures and just when you're struggling that much in prep it's always good to have others around you that get it so you know Sheila from the office who um, wants to fucking you know it's Fat Fridays and she brings in um, you know Mr Kipling uh, fancies every Friday you know fuck her right? You, you never really liked her anyway even in your off scene you thought she was a bitch so forget about her I mean, like, see the see the friend that you just see every few months, like, still dropping the text. You'll forget to do it. Set a reminder. Set a reminder, like, hey, how are you getting on? Hey, how did that, how'd that fucking big assignment go to your work? Or how's how's things with the kids? You know, how's your life been? How are you feeling? How, how you know, I mean, how's your mental health been? Whatever it is, like, set a reminder to do that. I think that if I think back to my first prep, like it's obviously prep's really selfish. It's something I never um, thought about. Whereas uh, the I did it wrong, and then in twenty nineteen, I thought I want to say I did it right, or as right as I thought it could be. Um, just made little reminders, like every morning it was like my to do list. It was like give Rona a hug and a kiss, and it sounds so such a small thing, but again, you're task oriented, so you do it right. You want to tick it off, but. I think it, make, it makes it made such a difference because I, I was making an effort, right? I was putting in the effort to do the little things that I knew that I did before I dieted that I should have continued to do as a, as I was dieting. Um, so that, that'd be a biggie for me. But also, as I said at the start of the podcast, like one of the um, my one of my wife's most favorite food is pizza. Um, I actually don't really like it. To be fair, so this was fine with me not eating it. Um, 
But then again, most most weeks in an off season gaining phase, we would we'd have a meal off plan. But um, how I was in my first prep in 2019 was very much um, don't need that in front of me and blah blah blah. blah. Whereas folk come to 2019 and then the preps thereafter and or sorry 20 yeah 2019 2020 um, and 2021 the amount of times that you know my wife would have a stressful day at work and I'd should or I'd text me and I'd, I'd know about it and I'd I'd order her favourite food or pizza or whatnot have it waiting for her at home um, sitting ready um, and then I would sit and have my chicken and broccoli or whatever meal it was chicken white potato or you know, beef and veg. Um, I'd sit there and eat that. I'd have it with her, and I'd, I'd try and be present. I'd try and have a conversation um, as best I could. But again, she appreciated the effort of me doing that. Not at one point did I make her feel guilty about eating that. It was her choice, and she deserved to have that in her life. Didn't. What I'm trying to get at is like your partner, your friends, your family. Like their life should not be affected by what you do. It is your choice to diet. It is not their choice. They don't. You don't need to push your dieting habits, behaviours on them. If you do, they will resent you for it. Um, and if you don't, and you just again, you just be you, they'll they'll think you're brilliant. And they, this what you hear. They'll be like, they'll say stuff like, "I couldn't do what you do. I couldn't sit there. You know, I couldn't, couldn't sit there and eat that whilst we all eat this and whatnot." And you just like there comes a point, I suppose, where it doesn't phase you, but just as you sit there, like, and you eat your chicken broccoli or whatever, like, just try and be present and just try and understand that your family, your friends, your loved ones, whoever it is, like, they just want you to be there. It's not about the food. They just want to be there and they care about you. Um, and that's where, like, the comments of, like, particularly bikini girls, like, the, oh, you're, you're looking too skinny now and you look ill and blah, blah, blah. Like, sometimes that just comes from a place of care. It, it, it does come from a place of, of you know, misunderstanding, but it does also come from a place of caring, compassion. And you would see that if you weren't so in your head and, and, and you know, about this next thing. So again, don't, re- don't react and lash out because I did and it's never welcomed. It's never received. And I think that when you, the fog clears and the show is over, you kind of kick yourself and you go, fuck man, man. My mum just cared about me or my husband and my wife. They just, they were just worried. And and that's okay. They're allowed to be worried because they care and they will still worry a long while after your prep. And what I'll kind of, we'll, we'll sort of try and wrap this up here on is just that it's just a bodybuilding show. And I know that it's more than that. I know it's so much fucking more than that, right? I get it. I'm an athlete. I do it. But to your, but to your, your, your other half, it's just a show, right? They want the 40 years, the 50 years, the 60 years, however much you guys spend time together, your, your, you know, your friends and family, they want, they, want, they want to spend time with you, they care about you. And with that being said, don't sabotage relationships for the sake of a bodybuilding show. You know, don't... It's happened so many times, like I've convinced guys not to split up with their other half when they're dieting. I'm like, man, just look, it's just prep. Just that's not fair on your partner. Just it's just it's just 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 prep. Maybe it's a little bit of the drugs too. <laughs> but give it give it time and then prep will go by and the law was like, man, thank you for 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 you know, a heads up and I'm like, look, I get it. I just see I've done it myself. I've I've been been there. Um and I just see some people uh, and I guess that's why I like I love coaching is that I, 
I make sure people, like my clients just don't make them the same mistakes that I have done in the past and of course will will not again um but that's just the just the way of it um and I think I think that's probably it's probably everything um it's just understanding that if if I could go back um, and I suppose I didn't do this with um with my current wife and our first prep I want I should have went back and said look this is what's coming this was ahead and she learned as time went on but I had learned what not to do um uh, what I'm wanting is if you're listening to this I don't want you to go and make the mistakes I made in my first one on the, and pushing away friends families loved ones um and then spending time after that show really um resenting bodybuilding for that I, I resented I said I would never prep again because of what I had done and it was really my own my own fault um, learned from that rekindled um, relationships and you know friends were still friends even though I'd been not around for a while people were still there um, and it's uh, it was a humbling humbling experience it really really was but um, yeah I'm going to wrap up there this is I suppose a bit of a different episode it's not really to do with uh, something specific physiology it's maybe a little bit of reflection but more just kind of lessons I've learned over the years about what to do and I maybe I guess a lot of what not to do so if, 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 if you enjoyed this if you if you liked it um, let me know drop me a DM on Instagram put it on your Instagram story or you know just um, just uh, pass it on to, to someone that you feel needs it let your partner listen to it. I don't care if your partner doesn't know who I am and never never speaks to me or never lets me know or whatever. If it brings them benefit, um, let, let them know. And uh, I truly hope that it helps you uh, with your prep, whether it's this year or next year or whenever it is. Um, strict, continue to strengthen and build um, and have strong relationships throughout. So that's it for me, guys. Wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.